thank you for tuning back into your mental health matters. As I say before every episode, and I'll continue to say in every episode, uh, the space is for all of us. The space is for us to come and share our thoughts, share whatever that we have in our mind regarding specific topics. And as I say before every episode as well, experience is the best teacher. Experience from yourself, experience from others helps you in major parts in your life when it's decision makings or just things you should do. So I want to thank my guest for signing on tonight. And I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Erica. What up, y'all? <laughs> yes. Um, Erica J. Um, I am a Rochester, New York-based photographer. Uh, also an activist slash... Dope photographer, sorry. sorry. What'd you say? You're a dope photographer. You have oh, to put dope you. photographer behind that. Continue, continue. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, also, yeah, activists, advocate um, for mental health. I, I organize a lot of mental wellness events. Um, well, just recently. So I'd say I'm on my like second year of organizing things around mental health. Um, I work in the mental health field as a case manager um, currently. And wow. Yeah. That's that's something about three weeks ago that I started. I I was applying for um, this position to be a behavioral health specialist. I, start, I went through orientation three weeks ago and I started my first case last week. Okay. So, wow. I, I think I'm going to hit you up. I need some pointers, man. <laughs> I don't got myself into something new. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's, whole new world. It's going to take you for a ride. It is, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking Good. forward to it. I think it's going to be great. And one of the main reasons as well that you said that I wanted to speak to you is I think I've been following your work mm-hmm. for about maybe close to three years now. I said I was following your work when I decided to start doing photography. Wow. That's like the separate, you, I don't know if you noticed, but like I've always looked at the things that you do, the, the missions that you choose to uptake and like go hard for. And I'm like, yo, like you always look like you're, you're, you're looking for us to grow. You're, you're looking to help us. You're looking for us to think about something different than what we're just always thinking about. Right. So that's why I really wanted to have a conversation with you and dive into the topic of today, which when I sent it to you was fear and sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Now, those two things in regards to mental health, I, as we're speaking, I, I want to include myself when I say most people and all of that because I'm still here regarding fighting this battle and still trying to overcome this battle. And when I'll dive into fear first, when I thought about fear, mm-hmm. I, I had to think about what, what is, how do I react to fear? Mm-hmm. And that definition, uh, it was a heavy definition. When, because if I, in totality, if I put it into one word, fear is a motivator for me, mm-hmm. but there are moments in life where it is detrimental to me so my first question to you is what is your relationship with fear (laughs) um so i can relate to um how you said fear is a motivator um and at the same time my detriment but michael steal your words uh (laughs) it is me and fear 
it depends on the circumstance, I guess. But sometimes it keeps me in stagnation mode where I won't move ahead or I won't do something because, you know, I have these crazy irrational thoughts that maybe something bad's going to happen or it's going to go left or, you know, so yeah. I'll put off and put off and put off. But then there's times where I'm like, I recognize it and I see fear and I'm like, you have to get over this because, you know, everything that you want is on the opposite side of it. Not to sound cliche, but it really is like, no. and there's been many times that I've faced a fear and it wasn't as bad as I thought about it or thought it would be in my head. So. I think one one thing that some of you said is the stagnation mm -hmm. part. Mm -hmm. is is the is the heavy part of it because mm -hmm. when you get stagnant in life it your choices seem you see it feels like you have no choices right but you do but what's making you feel that way is the fear mm -hmm. and being stagnant sometimes people are like oh you don't want to be stagnant in life and they look down upon you mm -hmm. but i've noticed that some people i've seen i've met some incredible people man that like they they may not be at that pace of where they need to be mm -hmm. but it's for a specific reason and sometimes i've found that it's fair it's they are afraid of they're afraid of failure mm -hmm. they are afraid of make they don't trust themselves anymore right and that's one thing that i think we all battle especially people in our age group moving forward and trying to build this life for ourselves this life that we will have to build for ourselves right. and regarding your mental health Fear of failure mm -hmm. has stopped a lot of dreams, yes. has stopped a lot of, like you said, if I just got over it, I found that it was kind of easy to do. Like, I could do it. Mm -hmm. So my question to you is, have you ever faced a time in your life where the, the fear of failure kept you stagnant, as you said, and how did you, within your mental health, get over that hump? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> um, okay, so just a month ago, um, okay, let me back it up. So every year since last year, I've been doing an event called Mental Wealth Exhibition and Festival. Yeah. Um, last year was the first one. And then this year I planned to have the second annual in August. And I wasn't sure if I was gonna do it because coronavirus happened, um, you know, stuff with my family was happening, you know, like just sickness and surgeries and things like that. So in my head, I was just like, wow, if, you know, if I keep going, am I gonna, I don't know, is more bad gonna happen? You know, like I associated it with. Mm, you associated, yeah. So, um, I guess like after maybe July, I like threw it together. I threw the event together really last minute, found some people to help me. Cause I was like, I'm just going to do this. Like I got to keep it annual and it's very necessary right now with the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and yeah, who, who would I be if I 
if I gave up now, like in its baby stages, or if I let this bitch ass pandemic <laughs> stop, me, <laughs> stop me from being great. So that and just yoga really gets me out of my headspace or getting, yeah, get me out of those negative thoughts. Um, it brings me that clear focus, yeah. optimism. So definitely those. those I think the, it keeps going back to actually your first answer and even with what you just said and you, now I know it's really true that you do do that because what you did is you just made a decision. Mm -hmm. And that sometimes is just a clear answer when you're battling things in your mind that you're like, I can't, I can't, I can't, or making excuses, making excuses for your, like for yourself is just make the decision. Because if you had just let that feeling that you had prior, meaning that is everything going to be bad with it, yeah. this event, number one, it wouldn't be together. But at the same time, I feel like you starting something, this is showing yourself as well that you can be consistent. And when a hurdle comes your way, mm -hmm. this is something that means something to you that you're going to overcome that hurdle. And also questioning yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to question yourself sometimes when you, like, when there's something you want to do and the fear factor is keeping you from doing it, you got to kind of question yourself, like, yo, why can't I do this? Like, why am I saying I can't do this? Right. Like, can I make those calls? Can I look it up? Mm -hmm. Don't I have the skill to do that? Mm -hmm. And and that goes into like creative, like in our creative world, right? Now I want to dive there, go into there really quickly, and then bring sacrifices in with it. Okay. With as creatives, we are always constantly just thinking in our minds. Everything is just a hundred miles per second, right. and sometimes we have moments of self doubt, or when we want to start a project, we don't know how it's gonna go. So I was. I want you to just talk about a time where you started a project to completion. Maybe think about your most, your favorite project. And, and was there a time where you had self-doubt and fear in it? And also, what did, what did you do mentally to get out of it? But also, what did you learn from that experience? Ooh, hit me with the questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I think I've done two projects completion so far. Um, one was called, uh, what was the name of it? Your Mental Illness Knows No Face. And the other one, gosh, I can't even think of it right now. But what were the other questions? So were, were there times in, in the, in mo were there moments in time when you were doing those projects mm -hmm. where self-doubt came through and how did you overcome the self-doubt and what did you learn in that period? So I can't remember too clearly about mental the mental illness knows no face i feel like that one because it was my first one i was just like going for it but the second one oh my god why can't i think of the name i was basically going around interviewing different artists and asking them their purpose or why they do what they do and um i was doing it with my camera that um, produces like a stereo 
a stereoscopic 3D image. So the doubt from that was, I guess, my, my shyness, like my awkwardness or my anxiety, you know, kind of being scared to interview some of those artists in person. Like a lot of them were done, like I would just have them send in their audio to me. So, you know, it was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm scared. Wait, one second. Probably mm -hmm. just mute their phone if possible. Eric, mute your phone. <laughs> Is everybody muted? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry about that, guys. Shout out to Eric, though. <laughs> Word, shout out to Eric. Thank you for joining, Eric. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you were saying, oh, I'm sorry, you were saying the anxiety and your shyness to interview these artists. Yes. Um, yeah, that kind of made the, the, the project, I guess, longer than it needed to be. Or, you know, again, the, procrasti the procrastination. Yeah. Um, but then... What'd you learn, though? Like, like, what did you learn from being able to get past that anxiety? Like, did, for me, with anxiety, I take mental, sh like, moments. Like, mm -hmm. moments where I'm, I'm anxious as fuck and my anxiety is going crazy, mm -hmm. but I still do that thing. Mm -hmm. I make sure I take mental note of how I'm feeling as I'm doing this thing to remember, in hindsight, when I think about it again, like, I really can just do it. I really can. Like, mm -hmm. sometimes anxiety gets too much, and I'm... And I don't get there, but majority of the time, I just go back to those snapshot moments of you was anxious as fuck when you, when you was doing, but you still did it, so mm -hmm. you had to do it again. So my, so how, what did you learn in that moment for like about self? About self, um, I guess not to take it as serious. Like, you know, like to not put so much pressure on myself because it's really just a conversation. Yeah. You know, and yeah. like trying to interview, you know, the artists and like hit every point and. And I think, I think in our mental health, mm -hmm. sometimes the mixture of the word fear for people, mm -hmm. it's their anxiety with their overthinking. For sure those two things create indecisiveness mm -hmm. which then leads to uncertainty and uncertainty is the worst thing a human being ever wants to feel we all do not like uncertainty but it's part of life for sure so that connection of anxiety with fear is for me when i when i thought about this discussion that's really it sometimes mm -hmm. like i can tell myself in the moment like it's nice to be afraid of but mm -hmm. my anxiety, the way I just am feeling, I can't get past those, those, that state of mind in those moments. Sometimes mm -hmm. the techniques I have help, mm -hmm. and I do. I'll say majority of the times, but I can't lie to myself that it's not 100%. That there are some, there are some things that are procrastinated or some things that are just maybe not done with the full attention because attention is on the anxiety. Mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you battle your anxiety? What's your... How do you battle your anxiety? Like oh, you I battle, 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 oh, battle. Yeah. Again, yoga, <laughs> deep breathing, <laughs> um, 
talking to myself and telling myself, look, you gonna do this or, you know. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, literally like a lot of self-care, um, reading stuff, reading the Bible, um, praying, just getting centered with self. Like that's the yeah. best way to at least calm the thoughts down. Um, that the thoughts because mm -hmm. that's really what you're battling mm -hmm. in the moment you're like your body's reacting to your to your thoughts yep so i always i always encourage techniques and i'm glad you said that those are the things that you do yoga and all those things because in this life you're mm -hmm. gonna need techniques yeah you're going to need them because mm -hmm. even if you're not a because i i, I know people who are extreme extroverts Mm -hmm. They they don't really feel anxiety. They're they're more free in situations. Mm -hmm. But I come to learn and see that they still have techniques to keep them there. Right. Because they're human as well. Sometimes they don't feel like doing that, but that's just naturally who they are. Right. It drains them. Mm -hmm. But they they have techniques to bring them back. So even people who are anxious, that's the number one thing you have to understand. Like learn techniques, deep breathing, meditation. You like for me. This year I got into meditation. Okay. I just, I used to always think like I'm never I, I just don't have the stillness for that. <laughs> and I'm still kind of like if we're putting it on a scale, I'm at like 60 or 60 percent of it. I'm trying to get to 100. That's but good. I that mean, doing it is just enough, and yeah, it's a practice. Yeah, and that's also something that comes down with the anxiety and then discipline, mm -hmm. right? So when you're thinking about things that people sometimes say, oh, yo, I'm afraid to do this, or I'm afraid to do that. They're sometimes just afraid that they won't be able to keep the discipline right. that's needed for what they have to do. Yeah. So are you, would you say you're a disciplined person? No. Nah. <laughs> it, it depends. It depends. Like, it just really depends. Like, if it's a project I'm really passionate about, I'm going to you know tell myself to buckle down and do this or sometimes i i need like outside pressure to really accountability be disciplined yeah okay, exactly accountability and i was li i'm writing here when when i wrote accountability i'm like self accountability and then the accountability you get from the world right yeah like sometimes sometimes some people are just able to be self accountable and that's beautiful that's a great state to be but some people, you need to kind of tell somebody close to you, like, this is what I'm going to do. And it has to be somebody that will make you accountable to the things that you want to do. Um, for me, I would say, like, again, I always scale everything. I'm trying to get to 100% discipline. Mm -hmm. I'll probably say I'm at, like, 74 <laughs> not even 75 not even 75 i'm just gonna be real with myself because there are there are moments where it's just like you kind of want to you need that moment to like take take a break or anything but that moment that you need to take a break sometimes it's not a moment that you really need it's you just need to change your thoughts you just need to change how you're thinking and it will change how you feel and it'll change how you react and go about doing things. And that's that's the other part that I'm still trying to learn in my discipline because sometimes I fall into a, a space where the thoughts will take me somewhere. Mm 
mm-hmm. and I may be productive, but I'm not, I'm working hard, not working smart. Okay. So, and with, for me, with fear, one of the major things for me is like making sure that like the work I do actually, like it's meaningful to me and it can be meaningful to somebody else. Right. And when you're just in your head and you're overthinking things, it's, it's not benefiting those two parties, me or that, that person. So when you create, because I've always wanted to ask you about your creative practices and how you go about formulating your projects and everything. How do you set aside the anxiety, the fear, the doubt that comes with, and the discipline that comes with doing all these projects that you've done and, and actually like seeing them through? Um, <laughs> your creative process like what's 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 the mind of erica i don't even know if i have one i mean like it <laughs> <laughs> it comes up like like an idea will come up in my head or i'll be inspired by an event or something i saw in a movie or youtube video or anything and i'll formulate it and i'll um I'll describe, or, you know, I'll like write up a whole write-up of how I'm going to do it. You know, the description of the project, blah, blah, blah. And then what was the other question? (laughs) I have terrible memory. Oh, you're on mute. For me, the reason why I asked it that way is like, you're on mute again. Um, Thinking about my, I'm sorry, my train of thought my bad, <laughs> was was removed. What was that? Can you give me the last word I said? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was reiterating the question to you, saying that when I go about starting my projects and everything or things that I want to do, mm-hmm. I was thinking about the inevitable emotions that would come about. Mm-hmm. So before some projects, I felt I will experience them as I'm in them. Mm-hmm. Or, or for some, I am able to think about what may come and I'm able to quell that before I go into it. Mm-hmm. Meaning like that creative process of keeping that clarity. So that's the same question to you that like when the anxiety and all the self-doubt comes about, like how do you put that aside and then mm-hmm. execute? I think it just comes to me in waves. Like, um, because there's times, at least this year, because I started the project, and I don't even want to talk about it yet because it's not done. And yeah. it's really like big to me because of coronavirus happening. It just a lot of up and downs. Like I, yeah, I had this anxiety that like, what's the point of me doing this? Is it ever going to get seen anywhere? At least, you know, especially in public, um, you know, who's gonna let me because it's another kind of interview thing so like who's gonna interview me or who how am I gonna interview people using you know zoom and stuff which I've been very resistant towards because I I prefer in-person you know in-person interaction yeah um just a lot of yeah I I haven't yet I, I don't think I, I, for me, I, 
I understand that, but those are like we were just talking about. Those are things that like if you just make a decision on each one, they're gonna be able to like get through. Like because doing it on Zoom may just be a way to start. You understand? And then you move forward into doing in person one on one. And you gotta that settlement that sounds corny, right? Like you have to start somewhere. True. And everything. Wait, can you hear me? Kinda. It's a little it's a little muffled. One second. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody, for the technical difficulties. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. I can't hear you, though. You can't hear me? I can't hear you. Testing, testing. See, this is why I don't like technology. <laughs> I, I hate it. I hate technology. One second. Hold on. Mm -hmm. I can't hear you at all. Give me one second. I'm sorry for the di technical difficulties, guys. It's okay. I'm just telling you that I can't. I hate the technology. <laughs> can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you as well. <laughs> yeah. I, what I was saying is it just goes back to what you said before about just making a decision in regards to it. Mm -hmm. And I kind of want to shift into the sacrifices portion of like just when you're going after something or when you want to do something. And at times, a lot of us don't understand when we choose to do something, what the sacrifices may be that we're going to have to undertake to get there. So can you think of one major thing that you, you had to make sacrifices to attain? But either in your personal life or in your professional life, but it wasn't you didn't know that that was the sacrifice you had to make before you started it. Hmm. I know there's an example, I'm just trying to think, and I don't want to have too much silence, but um, <laughs> no, I guess less time with my family kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Less time, shoot, even with myself. Um, I have to balance so much. What other sacrifices? Mm. I don't know. Give me an example of any that you had <laughs> or had to make. I mean, some of them, if we're speaking strictly on mental health, it's like some of them are like behavioral things, oh like habits and stuff like that, or mm. the way you kind of have to see a thing, even if, even if you're still in the mo moment of discerning it or trying to figure out where you fit in it. Mm -hmm. But understanding that you can't just go based just how you want to go like those are those are little things that you that are within you that you have to kind of like quell and that's to me as well as sacrifices because in a sense in a way you're you're growing mm -hmm. number one but you're also keeping yourself accountable at all times sure. so in, in that space, especially in, in the creative world, it's like when you want to go out or you want to do this, you want to do that. Yes. And it's sure. like you have to make that mindset of yes. I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. I really I, 
I'm literally one foot out the door to go there, but mm -hmm. we're gonna do this. Mm -hmm. And in personal, when you, if you're in a relationship, understanding, oh, I want to do this, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I have to make this yes. sacrifice or compromise mm -hmm. to, to, to enable this relationship to continue. So right. for me, those are like little examples. So would you, if you could think of some of yours, what, what would they be? Um, definitely sacrificing my sh social life. Um, <laughs> not that it matters now because of the pandemic, but when, I mean, even when there are things going on in the city or the community, I can't always be there because, you know, I've got to finish a project or, you know. There's something to be done. Type up proposals. Mm -hmm. No, no, continue. I was saying because there's always something to be done. Yeah, always, yeah. always. Um, and then, you know, with my partner, you know, having to kind of not, not go out on date night or something because I got to do this, you know, like. Yeah. Giving up date night. <sighs> <laughs> it's, it's not very frequent that I do that. No. You don't go, you don't do date night frequently? No, 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 no. It's, it's not often that I, um that I give up date night. Oh, okay. I heard you. <laughs> I'm like, wait, that's a different conversation now if you're saying you don't do date night frequently. You should be doing date night frequently. Let's talk about that. <laughs> oh, man. No, but I, that I understand. I think when we're, when we're dealing with like the things that we want to do in life, mm -hmm. Even every story of everyone that inspires me, and probably you could relate as well, is like there's there's just a passage of sacrifice in their story. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those sacrifices are things that we won't understand or we can't understand in that moment until we get to where we need to be. Mm -hmm. And it may feel like we're stripped, we're being stripped away, but what we're actually doing is the reward is gonna come. I always I believe in the putting your ten thousand hours. Like I believe in that. Ten thousand hours is gonna mean Mad parties miss, bro. Mad party miss. A couple of maybe family events you didn't make it to. You make sure you make it to the weddings and the birthday parties. But you do you do those, but everything else you may have to and your mind frame during the day. Yeah. I always yeah. tell people as well, don't let fear get you to a point or overthinking get you to a point where your mindset yeah. every day is not one foot forward after the other to what you want to do. So that kind of leads to a question I want to ask you in regards to your mindset each day. Mm. Battling fear, thinking of the things you have to sacrifice. Like, how do you maneuver through that? Mm. I write it out. Um, I'll, uh, yeah, like write letters to God to kind of sort it out. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah, like questions. Um, and then seeking seeking the answers too, you know, because the answers are everywhere. Yeah. If we're paying attention. Um, and it can be through like other people, like they might say something and it, it kind of closes the thought that you had or it gives you more clarity clarity yeah 
um, again, the yoga, the breathing, meditating, uh, talking to myself, talking it out loud, you know. Um, I think those are, those are all good. It's like, I think the most important is like talking it out loud. Mm-hmm. That's a step a lot of people, when, even when they get to their mental, in their mental journey somewhere they're comfortable, mm-hmm. I think that's still going to be something you have to learn, talking to, being constant about talking about it out loud mm-hmm. and being able to articulate it in like a healthy way, mm-hmm. not just saying it to be mean or nasty or anything, but saying it because you're trying to create understanding or closure. Mm-hmm. And for me, each day, like you said, for me, it's like prayer. Mm-hmm. Like prayer helps me throughout my day to keep my overthinking at bay, my fear at bay, mm-hmm. and to keep what I'm trying to do at the forefront of my mind. Right. And sometimes it kind of makes you feel OCD <laughs> because you, there will be moments where, the, where those thoughts fight back. Mm-hmm. They fight back and they say, like, no, this is how the day is going to be. No, yeah. this is how you're going to feel about it. And it's your own thoughts. Right. And then you have to come back. And people I always say you sometimes may learn something more than once. Like you run it, you're good, and you may have to learn it again. For sure. So are there examples of things that you you can say that you've had to learn more than once in regards to like move like making sure you're moving forward? Hmm. Ask it one more time. <laughs> are there things I've had to do more than once? Yeah, because you know there's some lessons you have to learn more than once. Mm-hmm. So can you think of any lessons like in regards to like you're trying to move forward that you had to learn more than once to help you move forward? Well, for me, it's saying no when I mean no. Like, stop agreeing to so much because that also adds to my anxiety because then before I know it, I'm being pulled in all these different directions trying to please everyone else and then I don't have enough time for me or my projects, you know. So... Yeah, I I constantly, every month, I have to, like, kind of tell myself at the beginning of the month, you know, set yourself or set aside so much time or so many days out of the month to, you know, do this, that, and the third, whether it's, you know, photo shoots or limiting photo shoots. Yeah. There's so much other stuff I have going on in the background that I, it just all clashes. So... Lesson, um, the comparison thing, like not comparing myself to others, um, or you know, using social media too much because I fall into the comparison game when I'm on there, and then that keeps me in stagnation, and then that keeps me, you know, with the negative thoughts like, oh, I'm not there yet, or you know, I'm, you know. I'm nobody or nobody, you know, this many people didn't like this. So I, you know, must be ass or, you know, just. <laughs> the comparison game is a dangerous game because yeah. it, it's, it's something, it's a disservice to yourself. Mm-hmm. Once you start comparing yourself to other, to somebody else, you're just disservicing yourself. For sure. Because like you said, it keeps you stagnant and you create problems that weren't even there mm-hmm. based on somebody else. Mm-hmm. So putting everything together, right? Mm-hmm. I think when we talk about our like fear and then making decisions and then anxiety, 
if you had to, and I, I guess this would be like a final question to just ask real quick. If you had to advise somebody that is dealing with fear, dealing with understanding the things that they need to sacrifice to get them to the next stage of what they're trying to do, what would you advise them to keep in the back of their mind all the time so they can at least keep moving forward? Just do it like Nike. No. <laughs> um, ask yourself, how bad do I really want this? Um, and maybe to even think of a time where you did you know, accomplish something and keep that in the back of your mind because you're capable, you know, like a lot of the fear and anxiety is just, it's our own like imposter syndrome. It's like, we, you know, don't know if we can do it or if we deserve it, if we deserve it or am worthy. So yeah, just reciting to, to yourself, I'm worthy of this. Um, I'm capable and yeah, I, I can, I forgot what the other thing was. <laughs> I think, no, if I had sacrifices as well, mm -hmm. like what would you call in regards to sacrifices? What would I say? Yeah. Um, you know, if it, if it's regarding people, friends, family, loved ones, relationships, have a talk with them, let them know like, hey, this is my business or this is whatever, I'm going after this. And, you know, it's gonna take a lot of my time, you know, find a balance. But if there are people who are extra needy or, you know, just not understanding, then you kind of just gotta say, or, you know, they're, they're not meant to be, you know, in your... They're not meant to be there. Yeah, on your, um, your path or your journey, I guess. So I, I want to, number one, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for also putting up with my mobile Zoom call today. I'm it used was, to it. Was, well, we made it work, and yeah. I'm very happy we did. I want to thank you so much for coming on today. I think um, later this year, I'm going to have a two series panel episode. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm just going to say it now. I'm definitely inviting you. Yes. So please come back on and talk to other creative minds as well. I'm but down. again, I really want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for sharing. I want to thank everyone that logged in or, and then logged off. <laughs> when they see this episode, they'll see that I thank them as well. Right. Well, thank you for having me, for real. And the, the conversation was easy, very flowing. <laughs>